When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back for another video. So the wildcard is active and in this video I'll run through my team, why I've activated the wildcard and what the pros and cons are. There's an argument to be made for using it now, but also for saving it, and it is team dependent, so I'll share my experience and we can compare notes. Right before we get into it, today's video has been sponsored by Fantasy Football League. FFL is a new free fantasy game for iOS where you can play fantasy football in multiple leagues at the same time. If you want a front three of Messi, Haaland and Lewandowski, there's nothing stopping you. Or if you only trust your Premier League knowledge, then pick an FPL based team. There's no right or wrong way to play. You can select players from the Premier League, La Liga, Champions League, Serie A and many more. Click the link at the top of the description to play now with me, and the link will also auto-join my mini-league. Big thanks to Fantasy Football League for supporting the channel, and you can support the channel too by playing. To get the app and join my league, click the link below, or go to ffl.co forward slash fplfocal now. So let's jump straight in. I was looking at my team moving forward, and currently own no Brentford or Brighton players who do double in 27 and 29. After an upset in the FA Cup, Brentford will play in game week 28 as well, which makes a triple-up even more appealing. Meanwhile, at best, I have two transfers between now and then to bring them in. Elsewhere on my team, Nketiah was unexpectedly benched for both double game fixtures, so he's a problem as well. Trossard did well in his absence, so that's another issue to resolve. Lastly, a Liverpool triple-up against Man United isn't ideal, nor is starting the likes of Akanji. Many of us took hits last week, normally I'd never do this right before a wildcard, but it was a rare gaming where you could sell blankers for doublers, so the hits were worth it regardless. In my case, I took a minus 8 for Darwin, Trent, Salah and Tarkovsky and gained 12 points from that, so it was fine. I may also bench boost in gimmick 27 rather than 29, which is a bit different to what most are looking at, and I'll explain why I'm considering that as well. And lastly, my rank's absolutely nowhere near where I want it to be, at around 900k, so I'm having a bit of fun with it, and everything points towards wildcarding, so that's what I've done. Let's jump into the team. Make sure you subscribe to find out what happens next. In goal, it's Raya, who's home to Fulham this week. If you are in a wildcard, he should be in every draft, given that it's Fulham, and then five games in three game weeks. He's the second top scoring goalkeeper with 107 points currently. Brentford ranks 7th best for expected goals conceded this season with 29.6 XGC. Brentford are guaranteed to play in blank gimmick 32, which is handy as well. The back three is Gabriel Davies and me. Gabriel or Zinchenko is still a toss-up. I'm leaning towards Gabriel for his nailedness and his goal threat. That said, since the restart, we've seen an uptick in Zinchenko's attacking threat. Over the last six gamings, he's taken 12 shots, which is the joint most with Cher. He's also created eight chances, which is third most over that run. His injury record isn't fantastic, and he does have Tierney for competition if a rest is needed at some point though he has started every game since Gaming K team. For now, it's Gabriel. Davies is a bit of a punt here. 1.6% owned, but a couple of nice fixtures ahead, 
including Gamic 27, home to Forest, if bench boost him. He's been pushed forward into left wing back the last two games and he's been really good there. The game before that it was Perisic and left wing back against Leicester, which was the 4-1 loss. And Davies played in left centre back where he can also play, even if he doesn't start in left wing back. Perisic got the nod in the FA Cup game against Sheffield United midweek, which was also a loss and a poor performance from Perisic. I do like that Davies is bench boostable in Gamic 27 and he doesn't blank in Gamic 28. Ben Mee completes the defence. He's on 95 points for the season, and only the Newcastle and Arsenal defenders rank higher. 4.3 points per match over the season. This does give us a double Brentford defence over the next four game weeks, which is a little bit risky, but a worthwhile gamble. Rico Henry for 4.5 mil, 0.5 mil cheaper than Mee is also a good option from Brentford. The midfield is McAllister, Rashford, Saka and Odegaard. So starting with McAllister, since the injury to Lalana, he's been pushed further forward into the number 10 role, if we look at his average position each game week, this is evident, playing the furthest forward he has all season recently. Over the last four matches played, McAllister's 2.51 expected goal involvement ranks 5th, only Rashford, Marsh, Salah and Fernandes rank higher among midfielders. Spoilers, Marsh also makes the bench. He is flagged at the moment with a minor injury, so let's see what the latest is in the press conferences. The other thing in McAllister's favour is that he should be on penalty duty for Brighton. Rashford's an easy hold on a wildcard, despite the blank in Gamic 28. In fact, although there's no Fernandez, he may find his way into the team come double Gamic 29 for one of the midfielders. Neck and neck at the moment between Rashford and Saka for the most points among midfielders this season. And Saka was another reason to pull the trigger on the wildcard, having already been tripled up on Arsenal last week, it wasn't worth taking hits to move any on for Saka. Well, in hindsight it was, Nketi to Saka for a hit would have been worth it, but there was no news till after the deadline that Nketi had been carrying a small injury recently. It is a really good home fixture to Bournemouth for Arsenal, and Erdegaard is one of the few names to survive on the wildcard. 1.5 mil separates Erdegaard and Saka, but only 5 points separates them over the season. Despite multiple returns for Martinelli, Zinchenko and Saka, Erdegaard wasn't far off bonus points against Everton. He's an absolute BPS machine and he's very likely to rack up bonus in any game he returns in. A decision to make who to sell for Bruno down the line, it could reluctantly be Erdegaard in game at 29. The front three is Haaland, Tony and Kane. Not much to say on Haaland, I'm aggressively looking for a rank swing upwards, but selling Haaland's far too risky and needless really. A decision to make whether to captain him against Newcastle or back Arsenal to beat Bournemouth and probably Saka captain. Comparing the two fixtures, you would say that Arsenal are far more likely to score several goals than Man City against Newcastle, so for now it's Saka captain and Haaland vice. So as you're probably aware, Tony reportedly pleaded guilty to the betting charges held against him by the FA. From what I gather, a hearing isn't until April, which means he should be fine for the next three to four game weeks. In my case, he'd potentially only be in the team for the next two game weeks anyway, before a switch to Watkins in Gamic 28 anyway, who is home to Bournemouth that week. Tony is likely to be captain in Gamic 27 for the double game week against Everton and Southampton. Kane completes the 11. Spurs were around 96% likely to blank in Gamic 28, but with Grimsby beating Southampton and Sheffield United knocking Spurs out, their fixture is actually on. Having sold Kane for Darwin last week, it was another reason to activate the wildcard. On the bench, it's Sanchez, March, Trippier, and Botman. As mentioned, with this lineup, the door is left open for a bench boost in game week 27, with Sanchez and March also doubling for six players with a double game week. When comparing the bench boost 27 to bench boost 29, I only had one additional fixture on the bench in 29. If you wildcard now, aiming to bench boost in Gamic 29, one risk that should be mentioned is that there's an international break between Gamic 28 and Gamic 29. Gamic 28 ends on the 18th of March, and Gamic 29 isn't until the 1st of April, with the international fixtures played in between. 
So you are taking a chance with no injuries or other surprises coming back from the break when you jump into the bench boost. One other minor point to mention is that by getting Davies and committing to the bench boost in 27, it does give an extra fixture in Gemic 28 compared to nearly all the wildcard drafts I've seen. This team already has 10 that play in Gemic 28, with two free transfers by the time we get there. Brighton have two postponements to be rearranged still against Man United and Newcastle, so the beauty of going triple Brighton now is not just that they've got these two locked in double game weeks coming up, but there will be more to come. This is Mikhail Tokvam's latest graphic on the projected fixtures for the rest of the season. The blanks and doubles from Gamic 27 to 29 are all locked in now. There's a strong chance of either a double Gamic 30 or double Gamic 31 for both Newcastle and Brighton. It all looks good, but if we take a moment to also talk about the downsides to wildcard and now. There is the blank Gamic 32 coming, which could be immediately after a Brighton double Gamic 31, so it could be a difficult few weeks to get through. The other downside is that you've only got three transfers to prepare for double Gamic 34 and double Gamic 37. If you save your wildcard now, you could dead-end your team into Gamic 32, selling your Brighton assets who almost certainly blank that week, and then wildcarding Gamic 33 to bring them straight back in before they've got double game weeks in both 34 and 37. That said, I've still got my free here, so personally I will be using it in one of those two doubles, or maybe the blank of 32. Thanks for watching today's video, and if you did enjoy it, please hit like and make sure you subscribe in. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.